Welcome to Wine and Cheese. I'm Maddie. And I'm Charlotte. We are actually taking a detour from wine and we picked up some beers instead. I picked the Allagash White. It's a Belgian style wheat beer from Maine. Mm. I always love this beer. It is like a really good go-to beer. It's kind of light. It's got 5.2% alcohol, so it's not going to get you trashed. Mm -hmm. But it's just like a nice beer to drink casually. I guess along the lines of a blue moon. Right. And Charlotte was kind enough to pick up some wings from a local bar. Yeah, my favorite spot. I love that. And it is so good. We already, we had a head start <laughs> before recording because they look so delicious and they have just the right amount of crunch. So these are lemon pepper garlic and they're, yeah, super crunchy. Flavorful. Flavorful. Without the spice. They're not very big, like, but they're not tiny either. They have enough meat on them. They're really cool. And to boot, they're 50 cents each. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, good I'm surprised call. you don't eat this like every other day. <laughs> I think they're really good. Let's get into our icebreaker. Yeah. All right. So, this week, I kind of mentioned it last week on the podcast, I was summoned to jury duty. That's so, right. I thought it would be fun to do a truth question yes. icebreaker round and like ask questions uh -oh. that. <laughs> like, truth or dare? Yeah. Except <laughs> minus the dare part. <laughs> truth or drink? Or yes. something like that. Okay, first question. What's the longest you've ever gone without a shower? Boy. <laughs> Actually, probably a couple, <laughs> probably a couple days. Living alone. Define in couple. Are we talking about two or three? Three or four? <laughs> I'd say two or three days. I would say the same. Yeah, I'd say two or three days when I'm lucky enough to have those staycations, you know what I mean? Like a snowstorm or oh, something yeah. and you're just stuck at home. And you're just, and toward the end, like on that third day, you start reveling in your sex. <laughs> very quickly yeah. so that but I would say three days is probably my max after that then <laughs> no good okay what's your grossest personal habit eating in bed oh yes don't I know it <laughs> Eating in bed is probably my grossest personal habit. Yeah, you came, you babysat in our house one day, and we, like, came back to the room. There was, like, chip crumbs everywhere on the bed. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. Um, I would say my, my grossest personal habit is, like, sometimes I'm just too lazy to brush my teeth at and, night. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. often. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, for me, too. But I feel like I do it after lunch. I do it in the morning. You said I don't do that. And also, it's like, oh, F it. Like, I used to be much more diligent, but I don't know. I guess once I've gotten older, I'm just here. I keep telling myself yeah. that I'm preserving my enamel by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the truth for me is, like, sometimes I just want to sneak a chocolate, yeah, like, in bed late at night. So, like, like, what's the point? Whatever. Whatever. If that's the worst thing, there could be a lot worse. What would you do? This one's 
kind of gross. What would you do if you ran out of toilet paper in the public bathroom just after taking a big poop? Ooh, <laughs> that's actually happened to me before. I've taken off my underwear and used that, and used that, and then threw away the underwear. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah. And like just go commando for the rest of the and day and call it. A, yeah, you're not getting that underwear back. Just, <laughs> just throw it away. Yeah, I would say that's a fair thing. But like, I, if I know I'm gonna go, I, I try for the most part to yeah. just like check to see if I'm covered. Oh, sometimes you can't hold it. I know. Like today after a meeting, like I don't, usually I, I don't go very easily, but today, today I could not hold it. I was like, excuse me guys. And I was running the meeting. Gotta you gotta go. go, you gotta go. And Lord knows I answer that call every time they call. <laughs> <laughs> when is the last time you lied to a friend to get out of doing something? Oh. I think this is a juicy question, but I'm like racking my brain of like the last time I lied. <laughs> lied okay I want to say yesterday the day before <laughs> I lied to a good friend of mine in my defense she put me on a group chat that I didn't ask to be on a group chat to invite me to like ex coworker, you know get together and it's even it's not even co-workers that I really like so I was like oh I have you know I have things to do you know I'm not gonna be able to make it which is actually true I I, I told the truth but I, I added a little more than was necessary. I told them I have a charity thing the next day. So the charity thing wasn't true? No, the charity thing is true. I just don't have anything to do the night before oh, to it. prepare for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I lied. <laughs> How about well, you? Well, I would say the last time I lied, like, I was just racking my brain. Like, a week ago, maybe? Like, I had a friend who invited me over to the house, and I said, oh, I was putting up my Christmas tree that day. I mean, I don't think I intentionally lied. Like, I really had, in my head, thought I was going to put every the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, every intention of putting up the Christmas tree. Every intention of putting up the Christmas tree, but it never made it up, so I kind of lied. What would you say if you had to uh, pretend to like a present? Oh, I <laughs> How many presents? I know. Thank you. Um, I mean, like, what? No, yeah, I mean, I think... I think the, the polite thing to do is say thank you. You don't have to say, oh my gosh, I love it. You mm -hmm. know, you could just say, oh, thank you so much. That was so thoughtful. thoughtful. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. good way of putting it. Whether yeah. It is thoughtful, whether you like it or not. I agree. Let's see. Who do you resent and why? Well, currently, I... <laughs> Currently, I resent a coworker who used to be, I used to hold as a friend, who just is not pulling their weight. And I feel mm. like I keep mentioning it, but it just... It, That's the word. It just drives me crazy. And there, there's just no bigger turnoff than a lazy man to mm. me. I just think that that's such a turnoff and I'm just, I can't, I can't look at his face right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I know who you're talking about. And that's the worst. It's funny. I have this coworker that I used to work closely with like mm -hmm. she was the backup the worst yeah the worst worst backup and then, like it really put a sting on our relationship and now we're no longer backups and I'm like oh I remember she was so cool let me see well I was a little resentful of the matriarchs this thing oh yeah and especially my <laughs> dear old my dear old M.I.L. She made a couple like little sly comments at the Santa brunch yes. over the weekend about how, oh, I never spend Thanksgiving every there. And I'm like, B, like I spent last two Thanksgivings there. Like, come yeah. on. And was, what did she and what did she say when you responded? She played 
dumb. But yeah. it's the same thing mom would do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm really? Sure. I don't remember. I don't recall. Oh, they always please. get amnesia when it's not their year. I would say. Any questions this week? Two more. What is your biggest pet peeve? That's hard because I live by myself and I work. It doesn't matter. It could be I at work. It could be anywhere. I'm thinking mm. of one that's not something in the house. Mm. Let me start. You go first because I can't really. One of my biggest out. pet peeves, and it happens a lot in my building, and I don't know if it's because it's predominantly white males, but I hate when I'm walking a few feet behind you and you know I'm walking behind you. We've made eye contact. And they slow down. No, and they open the door and like close it in my face. Oh, wow. You know? Like, that is a big pet peeve of yeah. mine. Like, I always hold the door, especially if I see that someone's, like, literally right behind me. Now, if you're, like, far away, I'm not going to sit there and wait forever, especially right. in the morning. But, like, I'm literally two feet behind you, so you closing the door is literally you closing it in my face. What a jerk. No, but it happens all the time, and it's different people oh, all the wow. time. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, but it happens all the time, and it like boils my blood every mm. time it happens. I think one of the things that's been bothering me recently, especially in the workplace, is when people say, oh, you're young. Or they say some like ageist comment like you that. Have a lot of ageist issues. Wait till no one tells you you're young and you're I like hate that. with those old people. <laughs> It's um, coming soon enough. <laughs> You're gonna miss the comments. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate that when they think that like I can deal with bad treatment or something because I'm young. Not to mention single with no kids. Oh, that's just a cherry on top of it. <laughs> but yeah, it happens to me all the time. And they're like, oh, you can deal with it. You're young. Like that's like, really you the worst answer you could tell me of like course. every time like, you, you don't say deserve that. common courtesy and exactly because you're young it really drives me crazy all right last question and we're gonna wrap up who was the last person you cyber stalked probably my ex like a couple months ago when we stopped talking yeah cyber stalked. i haven't cyber stalked in a while that was like for two seconds dude it wasn't like a real stalk i say the last person i cyber stalked was someone that i worked with that i was trying to tell my husband about and like describe them to. yeah and like i searched all over the internet and you this person know. does not exist <laughs> He does not exist online. <laughs> so that's it for this segment. Yes. Let's take a quick break. Let's refill our glasses with some more beer and eat some more of these wings. And we'll be right back. Tell me about your week. Wow, this week has flown by. We I went out like. for your birthday. Yes, I'm so excited. So we went out twice for my birthday. I feel like we've been celebrating it oh all my God. Day. We went out several times. We went to the zoo holiday light. Right. We went out to the <laughs> zoo. Let's not forget that. Yes. <laughs> then we went, the following night we went out. To the club. To the club. And to eat. Yeah, that was so good and much needed. I think it was nice to just go out and dance. I mean, I feel. Did you feel like third wheel? No, I'm not. No, not with us. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was bad. My husband ended up coming with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah we invited. Nice. He's a good sport. He danced <laughs> with both of us, thankfully. And like, I was actually surprised that he danced. I'd never been out with him, and I was like, oh, he's not gonna dance. He's gonna be one of those guys who like protects the table. <laughs> that um, was me. <laughs> I'm like, why is everyone closing in on our table? 
back up. Back up, back up. Prime real estate. <laughs> and then we went to the Devil's Game, which was so much fun. I, I love really the Devil's Game. Yeah, I really, really liked it. I think I'll be back. And I liked how everybody, it was like a culture. So much it's fun. Very and I was centric. like, yeah. I was thinking like, not to give it away, but I did get the tickets on Groupon. Mm-hmm. So they still have a few dates that are cheap. Nice. So I was thinking like maybe like get Definitely. some more before they, they run out. Do we know who won that match? I think the other team. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the other team. I don't know. I never checked back. That's right. We left like literally three minutes before. I know. But everybody was leaving. It was a good time to leave because otherwise it would have been a mess. It was fun. It was fun. And it was so Jonas easy to had get to. fun too. Yeah. I think he enjoyed this way more than he did Christmas Spectacular. Oh, yeah. It was just. Well, he, he did... could actually move and be loud. Yep. And he liked the music. The Jumbotron had something going on. Right. It was right. just. It was a nice flow for him. I also had jury duty this week. Well, this like. This was your first time, right? This was my first time. Now, everyone that I know always gets the summons and never has to report. Well, just my luck, I have to report. And it was the day after the hockey game. Yeah. So I was running late that morning. I just left 15 minutes later than I anticipated. And like the drive to the courthouse was just so trafficy. Mm. It was like not my usual path. So I was already like frazzled by the time I got to the courthouse. But luckily, like they didn't start anything until like 9 o'clock. That's so good. They said to report at 8.15. So I'm like driving. It's 8.30. I'm <laughs> she still made it out there. 8.14. Yeah, no. Oh, you were late? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I was supposed to report at 8.15, and I didn't get there till like, 8.35, Oh, well, they didn't even notice. No, right? that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they, people were still trickling in, and they didn't officially start till 9. Yeah, so that whole process was kind of interesting. I wasn't there that long because... They dismissed us pretty early, but they pulled different jurors, I guess, potential jurors to different... Do they interview you, like, in the movies? (laughs) So they pulled, like, a group of us, I would say 60 of us, into one courtroom and, like, the other 60 people into another courtroom. So our courtroom happened to be a double homicide. Oh, wow. And, like, they read off all the charges. It was, like, murder, attempted murder, child endangerment. It was, like, illegal possession of a weapon. It was a bunch of stuff. So I was like, wow, this is, like, heavy duty stuff. (laughs) And then they send out these questionnaires, and then you're supposed to jot whether you know the defendant, whether you know, like, the witnesses, the police, like, everyone involved in the case, they listed, and, you know, and I guess that's how they eliminate or choose the people. So there's no privacy, forget it. There's no No. HIPAA. There's no HIPAA. But in uh, law. (laughs) Exactly. Then they let us go for a break. We handed in our questionnaires. Then when we came back, they read off all the names of people that were dismissed. And I was one of the people that was dismissed. Did you know anybody on the list? No, I didn't know anyone. But I did. One of the questions was like, do you know any law enforcement? And I do know a couple people, law enforcement in in the family and like close friends. They were like, is there any part of the case that you're uncomfortable with? And I said, well, the child endangerment part. Like, they ran through the whole list of murders but I think like the one that hit me the most was was the child endangerment part so I put that I'm like you know I have a small kid so for me that part just kind of stuck with me so I guess based on those responses they let me go it's fine because it would have been like a month oh no it would have been more 
Starve. Are you kidding? Like criminal? at least a month. Yeah, it would have been long. Have you ever seen that movie? I think it's Twelve Men. Twelve Angry Men. Twelve Angry Men. Have you seen it? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Is it good? It is very good. The black and white. Yeah, one? the black and white yeah. white one. I have you to watch be. it because it's talking about like jury duty and like they couldn't come to an uh, an agreement, right? And that's why they were like angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first, I was like, ah, like this is so annoying, jury duty, like blah blah blah. But then, like as we're sitting there and they're like talking about the charges and like what the trial's gonna be, you know, you just get the sense of like this is someone's life. Like this mm-hmm. is a big risk responsibility i'm kind of glad they dismissed me because i just that's a big burden to be the one to kind of have to determine someone's freedom or whether they're incarcerated yeah so i'm kind of glad they dismissed me i think it would be interesting to see the whole process the whole process and and to know that that it's Mm. not some like ponzi scheme where it's all these leaders doing backdoor deals and stuff like that i mean like i would like to think that i'm a very impartial person but like when you're in there and you see the defendant and yeah, like, I would say I'm not impartial. I, it's like it's easy to draw conclusions Absolutely. about people just on appearance, body language. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I think that's what the whole. I think that surprised me the most about myself. And it's innocent until proven guilty, right? But right. like I had gut reactions right away. Right, and you just saw it on paper in black and white. You didn't mm-hmm. even see the person. Mm-hmm. But I think that's. The whole concept behind police brutality is that these law enforcement professionals are jumping to conclusions on their first instinct. And that Mm -hmm. the whole point is... It's funny you should mention... It's funny that you should mention that because a couple of the questions were about law enforcement and whether you think that a police officer is more likely to tell the truth than a regular citizen. Like, do you hold their their statements of higher regard versus someone that's not of law enforcement? So I thought those were interesting questions yeah. too. And like, I put about the same, but like part of me doesn't feel like that was an accurate response So either. what did you put? I said that it would be like equal. Uh, like I would believe a police officer as much as I would believe a witness. I think they would be as likely to lie as a regular person. I would feel like they're as likely to tell the truth as a regular right, person. Right, because at the end they're, they're people. Human. And you also got to leave a little early. So yeah, well good. after they dismissed me, I had to go back down to the main juror's office and like they scan your badge and they tell you whether or not you get thrown back into the oh, wow. jury pool. But you didn't. No. Good. So I guess it all depends on the cases that they have that day and like their need for jurors, but they just sent me home and I didn't have to do my second day. That's so awesome. You know, it kind of wrapped up pretty like effortlessly. It just you got me thinking a lot. How does that work with your job? Like do they pay for your jury duty days? Does that yes, count as I, a work day? I think it counts as a uh, counts as a work day. It, it's under a special code. It's kind of like you get bereavement days and you know, in my job there's a jury duty day, so I think they do pay that. But I don't know like if I was to be there the whole trial, yeah, like I don't know I how they would pay and I honestly don't even know how, like, maybe they're required by law not to fire you. Yeah. Kind of like maternity leave. Yeah. You have to have, yeah, if you're working for the government, it's not like But if they would have picked else. me, I would have had to tell them it would be an extreme hardship for me. Because I just started this job. Yeah. And yeah. I'm part commissioned. I can't be out of the job for, like, over a month. Wow. So interesting. You don't, like, stop to think about those things. But, yeah, they have to happen. And it's just crazy to me to think that someone's life is in, like, the hands of, like, 12 random people. Like, I always knew this in theory. To be there, I'd be like, they're really just picking people out of, you know, out of thin air. Like, who are we? 
So I know you used to read a lot of John Gray, yeah, law books and mm-hmm. mystery. And did this experience change or confirm your opinion about the justice system, or did it surprise you? What feelings do you have on that regard? I don't know. I feel like with everything that's happened in the news recently and stuff, I just don't see it with the same rose-colored glasses that I did in my younger years. Mm-hmm. I feel like the system is corrupt, it's and flawed, people are just like doing other. their job. And you know, the way I'm just like, oh, this client is calling. Oh, they're annoying. Right. Like, I just want to get on with my day. I want to go home. I want to go. To my dinner plan i feel like the lawyers the prosecutors everybody feels the every same way. the judges everyone the, the jurors everyone feels the same way and someone's life is literally hanging on the balance mm-hmm. but people need to just get on with their lives and do their things so right that there's a lot of room for error there and bias yeah bias error laziness mm-hmm. um yeah i don't think this changed my perspective i think if anything i have a little more respect for the responsibility that it takes to be a juror. If you knew somebody, a good friend, old friend, who was convicted of a crime, Mm -hmm. right? Like, would you go and support them in the court? I would hate to be the fair weather friend, but I don't stand for anybody. (laughs) I don't stand for anybody unless it's my blood. Between our little families, that's it. Mm -hmm. I think anyone else... It's hard. It's hard. And I'm hoping that that never happens. Knock on wood. My goodness. Well, hopefully none of that ever happens and affects us personally, but... Well, my few run-ins, so I was thinking about this for... Run-ins with the law. (laughs) And yeah, I realized, I think I've had a little bit more than I care to Mm -hmm. announce or even... It just surprised me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it just surprised me how much I've come in contact. Even the briefest, the briefest amount. You know, like one time, actually this happens twice in two different locations. Twice meaning one in one location, one in another, where I've had the police knocking down the door of the apartment building and like subsequently my door looking for a neighbor in the middle of the night. Oh one my time God. when I was living like way in Lake Hopagon and one time when I was living in Caldwell. Mm-hmm. And it was super creepy and I'm like, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He just live here. <laughs> it freaked me the F out. Yeah. It was so scary. You know, somebody had, I uh, had police come to my job looking for somebody that I knew but no longer talked to. It was just like, oh my gosh. The only time I had like the police looking for me was I had someone I used to work with commit suicide Ooh. in the workplace. Oh my gosh, in the in, in, in the parking lot. Oh my god. Of the workplace. What did they do? Did they do the whole car thing? Like the hose and the window and no, stuff? No, I think they shot themselves in the car. Oh, and it was crazy because it was, it was someone I worked for and they like pulled me into the manager's office. The police were there, and I'm like, like what like, exactly? <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, they were questioning me. Did I know where he was going? Like, did I know of anything that happened with him? Does and after happen? breaking the news to me, I was like hysterical. It was just very like you never want the police to come to your door. They never come with good news. Yes, <laughs> I agree, and I feel like that's how I feel about cops, which is really unfortunate. I feel like. 
I'd never be like, oh, thank God the police are here. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, my feelings, I feel more relaxed. Or what? I feel more anxious. My guards go, immediately go up when I see their uniforms or their cars. Which is a shame because I feel like they're here to protect us. Yeah. But like, yeah. And they're also the bearer of bad news a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. Anyway, the whole experience was kind of eye-opening, even though it was very short-lived. I think if the circumstances were different and like I wasn't just starting a new job, like I wouldn't mind being part of a jury. Actually, my husband was part of a jury for a, was? Yeah, for a stabbing case. Oh, wow. Well, he was found innocent, I guess. Wow. So the jury, including my husband, he found him innocent. Or not innocent, but that the defense, we not the defense, the prosecutor didn't prove the case. Yeah. So he yeah. could have done it, it just the prosecutor didn't have enough evidence exactly. to prove that. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Oh, God. Isn't that like what happened to um, OJ? Yeah, right? Isn't that what happened? The prosecution couldn't, they couldn't do it because apparently the gloves where he was supposed to kill the, his didn't wife fit. With didn't fit in his hand. Such a minor detail. Uh-huh. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So the burden's on the, the prosecution to prove your Lord guilt. Lord have mercy. That's a huge responsibility. Mm-hmm. That was that. Should we talk about our pick for we, the week? Yeah, let's dive into our pick or tip of the week. What are you feeling this week? I'm feeling an Instagram account. Really? And Which I, one? This is a, a fashion icon. You, I like her because she does a lot of my romance. Uh, <laughs> my romantic comedy movies. She's a big star. I remember you telling me you like her because of her fashion. Who? She just got a new Instagram account, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, okay. Yes, she didn't have an Instagram account. That's and right. And she finally came on, and I was like, ooh. I wonder why. I wonder why, like, I think she has a new show okay, coming so out. So it. she has to promote it. It's called The Morning Show. I haven't seen it yet. It's with Reese Witherspoon. So it's like two girls that I love. I yeah. really should watch it. I just have and watched it. I've got to check it out, but yeah, I think that's why. Okay, cool. But yeah, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Finally, because she was such a mystery. She was like off all social media, not Twitter, not Instagram. I kind of respect that, though. Yeah, so I guess she's bit the bullet. Forget it. You lose respect <laughs> for her now. <laughs> no, but I feel like there's certain, cele- like, for instance, Beyonce. Beyonce has an Instagram account, but she never posts anything personal. like personal. Very curated pictures of herself in different outfits, and people still love it, but it's not really anything like she's giving giving away anything major about her life. Mm-hmm. My pick or tip of the week is actually the Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> this year I decided that my son was old enough to do the Elf on the Shelf. Right. And at first I debated it because I'm like, oh, this is going to be like just one more thing. But I'm really having such a great time with it. I don't even think he understands it that much. I don't even <laughs> think he cares. He just looks around for the Elfie and goes, oh, there's Elfie. And then keeps it moving. <laughs> But I just find, like, it's brought me into the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, it just sparked that joy that the holidays used oh, that's to. that's good. You know? it, it's not gift-related. It's not obligation-related. It's just fun. Yeah. You know? I fun for the sake of fun. Agreed. I think we need to have more things that we do just for fun. For no other reason that it brings you actual joy. And I think as adults, we don't do that enough. We do too many things out of obligation. And we mm-hmm. lose track of, like... 
oh, I'm just gonna do something for fun. That's why I've been in indulging myself in the whole Harry Potter thing because it's just fun for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it brings me to a place where I remember being very happy. It's just something fun for me to do. Our father was a big collector, so I'm like, you know what, whatever. We just need to do things that spark joy, whatever it is. For me, doing the whole elf in the shelf thing has been a lot of fun. I've been doing the advent calendar with yes. my son every day, and it's fun. And I put like the dumbest things in there, but he gets so excited. Like today, I put stickers tomorrow i plan to put a balloon and like blow it up so we can blow it up together but like he loves it you know (laughs) it's like little things to bring him joy it's all good that's cute (laughs) so do we have a word of the day we do and i think it's very fitting the word of the day is snarf snarf do you know what that means no it's a verb and it means to eat quickly and voraciously so not like scarf but snarf snarf with an n oh so we snarfed these <laughs> wings down that quickly. Is, that which that's cool. a, I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if pe- we've been saying... No, it says scarf, so I think it's a synonym for scarf. Have people been saying scarf down my food when it really should be snarf down my I food? I think scarf is a synonym. It's a synonym for snarf? Let's look it up. <laughs> what I like about the word, it reminds me of um, Dr. Dr. Seuss. It seems like a Dr. Like Seuss a, word. <laughs> like a snarf flat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A verb. To cover or wrap with or as if with a scarf to use in the manner of a scarf so yeah i think we have been using it wrong scarf yeah so this is a noun which is an actual scarf verb to cover a wrap with something to use in the manner of a scarf so we've been saying it wrong so maybe it's scarf it should be snarf it's where it's snarfed it down wow (laughs) look at that Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I'll be using that word correctly now. <laughs> and you, you can correct that person. I'm <laughs> like, so smart. No, don't do that. I hate when people do that to the me. The grammar police. Yes. Ugh. So let's get into our review. What did you think about the Allagash White? A lot of beers leave a residue on your mouth and like that flavor lingers. You know mm. what I mean? Almost like a t- thick coating, you know? And sometimes it's good if it's a flavor that you like. Sometimes it's like a funny aftertaste, all of it. This doesn't have that at all. It's very refreshing, very crisp, and it goes down super smooth. But it's not It's not a Heineken. It's not a Corona. It doesn't taste like beer water. You know mm. what I mean? It's still flavorful, but it goes down very easily. I like it. Yeah. I really enjoy light beer. Me too. This is like one of my go-tos. I think I mentioned it earlier. It's one of my faves. Whenever I see it on the menu, I always pick it up. You can't go wrong. I mean, I wish it was a little, like, it had a little more alcohol concentration. Right. But I guess if you're trying to get a little buzz, this is not the beer this for the beer for it. But it's good. It's just a good everyday beer. And these wings were fantastic. Thumbs up for Sharkies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for us to wrap up so I can eat the rest. I know. <laughs> so I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Bye.